0: College kids, welcome back to my podcast. Who cares about college? In today's episode, I'll be interviewing Sebastian. So, if you could introduce yourself,
1: hi, my name is Sebastian Sorados. I'm a freshman here at the University of Illinois at Urbana-Champaign. Um, my major is in aerospace engineering with a minor in computer science. Um, what would you like to know? I guess?
0: <laughs> that, that's great. That's good for an intro. Okay, so first we're going to get down to like the basics, know who you are as an applicant. So yeah, can you give us a little bit about your demographics?
1: Um, so I guess in general, I guess I'm a first-generation college student. Um, I'm um, Hispanic, so my parents immigrated from Mexico. Um, I am a um, uh, male, cisgender um pronouns he him uh and um sorry I should have roamed this written this down earlier oh uh, <laughs> no, no,
0: you're good you're good I mean that's pretty much what I want to know um now we can get into just you know college and stuff so you said your parents immigrated from Mexico and you are first gen mm-hmm. so what expectations did they have of you for education? Did they expect you to go to college? Like what was kind of like the idea going into high school what was the expectation around college?
1: I mean, the plan always was college. It was, okay. it was just really a question of what I was going to do in college. Um, I have lots of um, uncles who are um, doctors. So like, you know, they had the typical stereotype where they wanted me to become a doctor, but you know, that, that never played out, but um, throughout high school, it was, yeah, it was, um, my parents always strongly encouraged, like, education and, um, like, um, uh, extracurriculars and, like, being the best you can be academically. So,
2: mm-hmm.
0: And are you a resident of the state of Illinois or are you an out-of-state student?
1: No, I'm a resident here.
0: Resident of Illinois? Okay, okay. Um, so, I guess we can talk about now the kind of school you went to. So, me- elementary, middle, but going into high school, number one, what kind of high school did you go to? Did you go to a public one? Was it, like, a magnet school? And what was kind of like the support system you had for college? Because a lot of it is just knowing what you need to do. And since your parents are from Mexico, I assume they didn't like go through the American college process. So what did your school provide for you? Or what did your friends or counselors help you with in the college
1: process? Um, so first off, I mean, I went to a public high school. So in we, uh, my hometown was not very large, probably like. Well, it was, like, a public school of, like, three different towns, like, around that area, so I'd say total it was, like, maybe um, 10,000 people was the population my high school was about, like, um, 1,200 students, so, I mean, it's, like, about average for a high school, but um, when it comes to, like, resources I got, I mean, we had our school counselors, but we met with them maybe once a year,
2: Mm -hmm. and
1: apart from that, like, I mean, my older brother, he's um, at I- Illinois State University right now, so he helped me out a little bit. Mm-hmm. But apart from that, most of it was on my own preparing for college and um, figuring things out because obviously my, my parents didn't know too much about the college system here.
2: Mm-hmm. So,
1: um, and we didn't have any family in the United States before, like me and my brother who have gone to college before. So,
2: ah, uh,
0: Okay. 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 I understand there. So now we can get into like actual high school. So I think I'm going to let you take it from here. Um, Coming into high school, you said the expectation was always education. Like you were always, you always knew you were going to go to college. Your older brother went to college as well. So when you came into high school, did you kind of like, I wouldn't say strategic, but were you like, okay, I'm going to try to take the hardest classes possible. I'm on track to take these APs. I'm going to try to join as many clubs as possible. Were you that kind of person that went in with like a clear cut plan Or like a relatively put together plan? Or were you more like kind of like floating around for a little bit?
1: Well, I mean, I think when it comes to my high school years, I was definitely a clueless my first like year and year and a half. I mean, I didn't even realize there was like a class ranking system until like the end of my freshman year, you know? Like Mm -hmm. I I had no, no plans of anything like that. So, I mean, really going into high school what like drove me the most was the mindset my parents like instilled in me from a young age like I didn't really have like my my parents didn't know anything about like valedictorians or like stuff like that like they knew there was like rank rankings and stuff like that but they never like instilled it into me like to go for that sort of thing so um Mm -hmm. getting going into high school was a lot of um unknowns and like not really knowing what was going on I mean, I started off with pretty well. I went, I joined um, the band, the marching band, stuff like that. Um, I was in a bunch of clubs like um, math teams, scholastic bowl, you know, uh, like a bunch of like uh, STEM competitions, stuff like that. I also did like piano as an extracurricular right on the side. But like most of these stuff, um, I never really did it planning ahead for college. I did it because, you know, it was fun for me as a kid, you know. Mm-hmm. Like as a high schooler, and um, it was just like me um, spending my free time how I wanted to spend it, you know. Mm-hmm. And um, going later down the line, I'd say I started like really looking at colleges and what I wanted to do around like towards the end of my sophomore year, you know.
2: Mm-hmm. And
1: um, you know what I wanted to do to actually changed quite a bit. I started originally like going along with what my parents said, and like you know looking to become a doctor and, like, what I needed to do. But then, like, towards the end of my sophomore year, I started to get, like, realizing that maybe doctoring is not what I want to do.
2: Mm-hmm. So
1: I, like, transitioned to, like, a more musical-oriented path. So I actually wanted to be a concert pianist for a long time. Um, so I did a lot of um, – I played in, um, like, piano bars. I went to um, – I played at my – of uh, high school jazz band for piano I um played in different piano competitions stuff like that I played for I auditioned for the Illinois Music Education Association for like they have a conference every few years every year so mm-hmm. I did all that stuff and then you know then sort towards the end of or like towards the beginning of junior year um when like COVID set in, I started realizing that, you know, maybe music isn't the most practical thing. So then I was looking at more other things I was interested in. So like, I've always loved mathematics and like physics and chemistry and all of that sort of STEM related things. And so um, I started like looking at um, careers around like in that realm uh, to find what I found interesting. So um, like, I knew for a fact that every time I hopped on the airplane to like go visit my family in Mexico, I was always a fun time. You know, I always enjoyed like riding on the airplane and the excitement of getting closer to like where you want to go, and you know, seeing the uh, different components of the airplane like move around like as you fly. Mm-hmm. So, uh, after like thinking, looking into all that, I you know I decided I wanted to go into aerospace engineering. And you know, as a high schooler, I definitely did not know. What it would have, what it entailed, you know, mm-hmm. like even with all the research I did, I really didn't know what it was going to be like when I actually got here, and you know, it's been a really wild ride, like ever since I've gotten here.
0: Mm-hmm. So
1: then,
2: um, yeah,
0: we'll, we'll talk about your college experience just in a bit. I want to mm-hmm. get through high school first, though. Okay, so and you kind of answered the question I was going to ask you, like how did you get into aerospace engineering, like in high school? But and then you answered that. So we can go off of what you were saying about your extracurriculars, and then we can talk about grades later. So you said that, um, one, you were into piano and you did it for a long time, and also marching band as well. So can you tell me about in the period of high school and then on your college, I'm assuming you applied Common App for most places, on your Common App and the extracurriculars uh, part, what did you write for each extracurricular you did, at least for piano, marching band? And then we can talk about the different like, STEM competitions you did.
1: Yeah. So, um, that for that, I don't remember specifically, but I know there's like categories where like you can input, um, your different extracurriculars and activities. And there's like, it gives like you, like, it's like a pyramid thing that they have. And it's like a triangle of like how involved you were in that, um, sense of like your extracurricular. So like, say you did like A sport, right? Like the bottom would just be like participating in the sport. Mm -hmm. Then the next level would be like being on a, um, in varsity or like, and then the next level would be like being in varsity and competing in like sectionals or something like that. Mm -hmm. And the next level is like competing in state or something like that. And then competing on the national level and then the international level, you know? So it has a very, like, when it comes to the common app, they have a very wide variety of like, Options on like where to select. So like when you're talking about like my experience as like playing piano, I would like input my um, uh, like obviously participation in piano, and then I would like input my level of participation. In it. So for me, it would have been at like the statewide level of participation. Mm-hmm. And then um, then like for all the other activities, like it's a similar process. And then it gives you like a sort of a section where you can. Um, uh, you can uh, speak more about it. So, um, for marching band, I inputted that I had leadership skills because I did. Um, I was a section leader in my marching band, so um, I was able to put that onto my Common App too. So, Common App has a like a very wider variety of like ways you can input all that sort of things.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so for marching band, you were a section leader, and then piano, you played in your. Jazz band, but you also you said you went to the state level for competitions.
1: Uh, I competed in the state level. Yeah.
0: Mm -hmm. Okay, so that's that. Now let's go on to you. You just said like you loved STEM, like math and stuff. So can you like go through? I guess list the extra curriculars you did there, and then we can go into a little bit for each one.
1: Okay. Um, I have these written down. Um, so I know. I did science club, science club. That was more of like a school oriented thing. Um, then we, I did a math team. I did a thing called Weiss. It's, it's changed its name a few times ACEs to Weiss to whatever, but that's another like, um, science, technology, engineering, mathematics thing competition. And then after that, I did a scholastic bowl and, um, that's about it, unless I'm forgetting something.
0: But that's a that's a that's a good start. So Science Club, I'm gonna let you kind of take it from here with the extracurriculars. Can you tell me like when you started and then eventually I don't know how they do it in science club, but if you like if there were positions that you took up and what your um role was by the by the time you did college apps?
1: Um well for science club, it was um only really a school wide thing. So it was we never really had um, leadership positions or like um, it was just general membership, really. Okay. I I mean, I started doing science club my freshman year and I continued it all the way up until senior year. So that was just like in um, on the side, like more social sort of thing. You know?
0: OK. And then what about math team?
1: Uh, math team. Um, I competed freshman through senior year. Um, My freshman year, I think I won a second place in like algebra two or something like that in my like community. And it was, it was like a, like a sectional competition or something like that. Mm -hmm. My sophomore year, I also won second place in like geometry or something like that. Um, My junior year, I think, I think it was was something similar all through junior, senior year, you know? It was like nothing too crazy that I won because you know it didn't happen, but um
0: and you say this was at like the county kind of level community,
1: yeah, it well, it was like county, and then well, we had different compositions. we had like county and then we had like sectional, so like regional in Illinois, and like several different counties you know
0: okay, okay, and then you said, I don't know if I'm pronouncing this right, Weiss. can you can you elaborate on that
1: it it changed its name it's like weiss i think it's it's aces now but um Mm -hmm. that was like a competition for um they had a a variety of different things they had math they had physics they had chemistry you know those sorts of fields i always competed in math usually Mm -hmm. and is um, it like
0: a chapter they open at each school and then like they're like competitions or something um i think just to your school
1: No, it was, it was multiple different schools. Um, And they like, I think you can, there is up to a statewide. I think I competed my state um, in state um, during my junior year, during the COVID year.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: And, um, you know, it was, it was fine, but it wasn't the most exciting thing because it was all all online. Right. So um, apart from that, I'd say my highest achievement and wisest was like going to stay in my junior year for math. Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. And then, so let me see how I can phrase this. So you knew like from the, at least from the beginning, like your parents were like, we want you to be a doctor. So you're like, okay, STEM, that's where I'm going to be in science. And is that like kind of why you chose all these like math science clubs? Or did you kind of just like think it sounded interesting? Like what, I guess, led you to actually join these clubs and then you actually found that you like them and then finally um like went through with them all throughout high school
1: well I mean obviously my parents like had an influence on me but like when it comes to like the activities I did I really did it because I enjoyed it not really because like I was like looking for a pathway into like the medical field you know Mm -hmm. I mean obviously like it's a give and take, right? Um, Some of these things I did because, you know, I wanted to see if I liked medicine. So my junior year, I, as like a little experiment, I took um, anatomy and physiology to see if I liked it. I did not like anatomy and physiology. So that's why I didn't, I decided, you know, maybe I was done pursuing uh, like the medical field. Um, So it was like, like not even like, there's like part of it is in my extracurriculars where I would experiment with different things but like a lot of it also was with the classes the types of classes that I took to see which ones I would like and it turned out that the classes I liked the most were physics and math related so Mm
0: -hmm. and it worked out for you Mm -hmm. and the last thing you said you did was scholastic bowl so can you first explain what that is because I don't know if a lot it's not like as generic as science club so can you explain what that is and then What you did for that? Because I know there are competitions.
1: Mm -hmm. So for scholastic, um, I only participated in that for freshman and sophomore year because other um activities took uh, got in the way. But scholastic bowl was more um like we were on a team with like five people, each with their own buzzer, and it was like trivia-related questions. So Mm -hmm. like they could ask anything from pop culture to history to science to math, you know
0: those sorts of things that club sounds stressful the amount of things i <laughs> need to do i was thinking of joining freshman year but then i was like no nah, no nah. okay so we can get into your transcript now like your grades mm. so one let's start with gpa i guess what school there's unweighted weighted unweighted yes. Usually out of four but what school what scale did your school use for weighted and then what was your gpa at the end well- of?
1: Oh um so my school had both weighted and unweighted GPAs. Yeah. So like um we had our honors classes that like boosted like had our weighted GPA and then like it would just calculate our normal unweighted. But um for my weighted GPA I had a graduated of th- about a four point nine six. Mm-hmm. Um and then my unweighted GPA was like a four point two.
0: Okay, and then by the end of high school, how many let's talk about first like how many APs and there could be a lot of honors so can you just tell me like the number of APs and honors you took and then for I guess we can say like um math and science because that's what you're interested in I'm assuming that's the major you kind of applied with for schools can you tell me like the highest math level or like the highest science level you reached
1: um so for my high school we had um we didn't have all the AP classes so I took everything that I really could I had um what was it I could I can list them all out. Um, sure, go ahead. We had I took AP Music Theory, AP Calc AB, AP Stats, AP Lin Comp, AP Lang and Comp, AP US Gov, and AP Spanish. I think that's like seven, eight, nine, mm-hmm. something around there. Um, and then for my honors classes, I took we had honors versions of every single class like they offered. Mm-hmm. So I took um, every honors variation I could for um, okay. classes.
0: And then is Calc, was Calc A B the highest math that you reached in senior year?
1: Calc and stats, yeah.
0: Calc and stats, okay, okay. And then lastly, whether you did this or not, um, SAT, ACT, did mm-hmm. you do that?
1: I did not take the ACT. I did take the SAT. Um, the SAT, I got um, a 1290 on that. Is that a super score? No. That was me for, like, first time ever taking it. Okay.
0: Okay, so 1290, 4. Point, okay, pretty good GPA. Um, I guess we can get into college now, just like the college application. So, you said you started thinking about college at the end of your sophomore year. So, first of all, what did you think about and what how did you like go about making your list? You you live in Illinois, right? And you go to an Illinois school. So, was the like the thought to always go to an Illinois school or were you ever thinking like maybe going out of state?
1: Um I never would have thought I would have gone to University of Illinois if you asked me my sophomore year.
0: Really? Um, you wanted to get out I, so bad? Huh? You wanted to get out so bad?
1: Yeah, of course. And also, like, I mean, I was a very, like, how would you say, like, the standard, like, overachieving student who wanted to, yeah, like, go into, like, the Ivy Leagues or whatever, you know?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So, um, like, applying, it was also Um, I started to got, I got like scared towards the end of my junior year. Like I wasn't going to get accepted to some of these universities. So I didn't really, I don't really think I did it, but this is what I did. And I'll tell you what I think I should have done. okay? Okay. So, um, going into like the application process, what I did, I applied to, um, mainly Illinois schools because I knew that my parents really couldn't afford out of state. Mm -hmm. And then I applied to a few reach schools. So looking at the ones I applied to, I applied to, um, a few, the in-state schools I applied to were NIU, ISU, and University of Illinois. So Northern Illinois, Illinois State, and University of Mm Illinois. Um, the out-of-state universities I applied to were, were, um, Iowa State University, um, Purdue University, Georgia Tech, and Wichita State. Wichita State, because um, they have uh, one of my, um, uh, like someone I knew who's an engineer um, told me that they had good aerospace connections over there. So I applied there. Where is
0: Wichita State? uh, Kansas. Oh, okay, okay.
1: And so... I think I did wrong. I did not apply to enough um reach schools because I actually got accepted to every single school that I applied to. Okay. Uh, for Georgia Tech, I got waitlisted the first time and then I got accepted. So, I mean, it's I think it's a bad sign either way if you get denied from all your schools at, or if you get accepted from all your schools, you know, because if you get denied to all your schools, that's just a bad sign in general. But um if you get accepted to all your schools, that means you didn't um, you didn't reach far enough, you know, mm-hmm. it means you could have probably like gotten into, um, a better school or, you know, you didn't, uh, test the waters enough, you know, you should at least, you should have a few ex- schools that you're rejected from too, you know, because it's a, it's a good sign when you're like, you get accepted from like, mo like a majority of your schools and, and denied from like a few of your reach ex- schools. Cause then, you know, you know, you've reached your limits or like where, where your application can take you. Right.
0: You know, at least you gave it a try.
1: Yeah, of course. Yeah, I, I did not do that. So, I mean, obviously, there's like that sort of regret. But, um, you know, I'm happy where where I, where I am right now. So. Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. And when you say University of Illinois, you mean University of Illinois Urbana-Champaign, right?
1: Mm-hmm. Okay.
0: Because I know there's like a University of Illinois system. I'm applying to Urbana-Champaign. Mm-hmm. I know there's like a whole system, and it's confusing me.
1: So. There's a, oh, yeah, there's one in Springfield and one in Chicago. So that's that's. Univers- the,
0: Ah, it's University of Illinois, Chicago, University of Illinois. Okay, yeah. so I'm just applying to their banish champion one. That that's enough for me. Okay, so and just assuming all of these were Common App.
1: Uh, yes, but for University of Illinois, um, they're a little bit different in where, like, what? I applied Common App, and um, but I have you have to report the classes you took on the My Illini webpage. So honestly, if you're applying to UIUC, yet, probably just go through the My I in general because that's just, it's just all in one place. I'm pretty sure and it's just simpler. Um,
0: whoa, whoa, whoa. I, that's the first time I'm hearing about this. So you applied? Uh-huh. You applied and then they sent you like an email saying you need to put your classes into that? Yes. But they'll tell you you need to do that, right?
1: That's tell like you when you create your that. portal? Uh-huh. Okay. They'll send you an email. I got stressed out about it because I submitted, like, the day before, like, early um, early um, application, you know?
2: Mm-hmm. And then,
1: like, the next day after it was past the due date, they sent me an email saying that I needed to, um, you know, submit all my classes. So I thought my application didn't go through. But... um. You know they they're really lenient about that, so they they were said it was fine. Like as long as you submit your classes, like once you submit before the deadline, like anything after that is, um, they'll accept as it was early application. Mm-hmm.
0: Okay, okay. And I forgot to ask you for the schools that you did apply to. You don't have to list them again, but um, were all of them early action? If you could.
1: Um. Yes, they were all early action.
0: Okay. Okay. So let's see, you said you got into all of them. We'll get into how you chose your school later, but let's talk about um, your common app essay, the um, 650 word essay. What, Which kind of like prompt did you choose? How did you go about choosing your topic? And in the end, what did you write about? You don't have to share if it's like too personal,
1: but. That's all right. Um, well, I don't remember specifically the topics, um, mm-hmm. but I remember what essays I wrote. Um UIUC, they had a few different essays I had to write. But for the Common App essay, I'm pretty sure one of the essay that I wrote was about, like, something non-school related that, like, made me passionate, like,
2: mm-hmm.
1: about, like, um, whatever. That, that, something I was passionate about was one of the things I had to write about. And so, obviously, I chose, you know, uh, piano and, like, music and all that sort of thing, uh, sort of stuff. So when it came to like writing that essay, I talked a lot about my experiences and how it made me feel as a student and how it made me feel as like a person in general. Um, Cause I think when it comes to college application um, letters, I mean, like in your, in your essays, right? A lot of it is just like expanding on making it's like making them see who you are beyond like the application Mm
2: -hmm. because
1: they're going to give they're going to get this massive like stack of papers of all these different students with who are all very similar to you or like even better than you because of you know everything that they did but now what you're um what you're trying to do when you're making your essays is create the It's basically an argument for yourself of like why you're a great person, you know, Mm
2: -hmm. beyond
1: just like the academics and everything like that. Because, I mean, say you're applying to like MIT, you have a 4.0 GPA and a perfect SAT, right? There's going to be like another few thousand kids who like all have the exact same thing as you, you know, and like that essay is your turn to like say why you deserve that spot in their school, you know? Mm
0: Okay, so so you wrote about piano in your school. Did you make it like a, like a personal growth something or like what piano taught you? Like how did you approach um, integrating piano into your essay?
1: The way I approached it was um, I wrote about like a story of me experiencing how I felt when I was on stage. So it mm-hmm. wasn't really like a story of me going through like life as you know a student in piano because i think i think going that way is kind of um uh, very i don't know uncreative i try to go with a more creative approach so i went with like a um experience of me being on stage and like the feeling of like the um what is it the feeling of um, of like the applause and stuff like that, how it sounded like rain and stuff like that. So I use mm-hmm. like descriptive words and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. I I went with a more descriptive approach rather than a straightforward, like this is what it was, you know? Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. So I- I'm not going to have you like elaborate on your supplemental essays because a lot of them are like academic interests, just mm-hmm. like Urbana Champagne, oh, their 150 word limit. Ugh. But anyways, so we can get into the colleges that you... You got into your colleges. Now we're going to talk about how you ended up choosing your college. So, again, up to you. When you got you got into all your colleges, and you said you applied early to all of them. So once you got your decision, you you still had like a lot of months, like five months, right. to make your decision. So in the end, what did it come down to? Why did you choose Urbana-Champaign?
1: Well, okay. So when it comes to um, like what made me just dis- like help help me decide, so. Obviously, once I got accepted into, well, Georgia Tech, I didn't find out until like like, late in the semester because I got waitlisted and then I got accepted. So it was, I don't know, like uh, decision day is like what? In like early May, early May 1st, something like that. And um, so I got it like maybe a week before for my acceptance today. But up until that point, like what went through my mind is I was going to pick either University of Illinois, Purdue, or Iowa State University. I was going to pick one of those three because, Mm -hmm. you know, they had, they all had really good aerospace engineering programs. Um, Iowa State, I decided not to because, just because of financial reasons, you know, I didn't get as much scholarship money from Iowa State as I did from UIUC. Mm -hmm. So, um. There was that. So I had that instantly. And of course, UIUC also had a better engineering program than Iowa State did. So oh, okay. I, that's why I naturally was more inclined to UIUC. And then looking between University of Illinois and Purdue University, they actually have very similar engineering programs and very similar aerospace engineering programs. Okay. So when I was deciding between those two, I went to a lot of college visits to visit the universities. I visit UIUC a few times. I visited Iowa state once and Purdue once. Um, Really comparing them, the biggest difference what I found is my first visit to Purdue university really didn't feel like I was being um, welcomed with like open arms there, you know, Mm -hmm. which I don't, I don't, I don't know how everyone else's experiences were, of course. Like, this is, like, my experience. But, um, like, going there, it just felt like um, the the people giving the tours didn't really care, you know. felt like the people I was meeting with didn't really care too much, you know. I didn't feel like I was getting, you know, the um, – I didn't feel like I was getting, like, the – the same attention that I was getting at other universities like University of Illinois. Um, when I went to visit here, um, it felt like they were instantly on top of things. Like they instantly wanted to like help me out and see everything that they could do. Mm -hmm. You know, I asked one of the, um, like the, the students who were in charge of the, um, the tour for, I asked them a few questions and they said, well, they couldn't help me with the questions I had immediately, but they, immediately brought me to the counseling center and set me up with a school counselor to like go through my plan and like talk to me about like my application process and what they were looking for you know mm-hmm. so it was like at University of Illinois it felt like I instant they instantly were like looking to help me out and like do everything they could to like make mm-hmm. it an easier time like during the application process when in like Purdue it was not really as welcoming as University of Illinois was Mm -hmm. so when it come to like picking University of Illinois over Purdue it was like visiting seeing the campus and like comparing comparing campuses comparing prices comparing like how they treated me you know Mm -hmm. Um, and really thinking hard about like what I like how it was going to be like um, living at those universities for the next four years of your life you know Mm -hmm. because like it's it's a very big commitment to like go to these universities and you want to like think about how it's going to really impact you and how you're going to enjoy it above all else you know because um I think there's there's definitely a a universe like where I did go to Purdue University you know but um like how it ended up is just like I just didn't feel like I was treated the same way as I was treated here at University of Illinois. And then when it comes to Georgia Tech, um, the only reason I didn't go there was because um, uh, out of it was very far. Mm -hmm. It's like an hour drive from Illinois, and um, it's also very, um, very. It was very expensive for me because it was out of state.
0: What is the verdict on the UIUC campus? Because I'm seriously considering because it's like good for my major too. Is it ready?
1: My verdict. Oh, ready. Oh yeah. It's beautiful. I love the campus here. Also, the energy, the everything, everyone's awesome. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, if you like just the other day, like we won, the, we had homecoming, we won the football game. It was so hype because like mm-hmm. we, I mean, Purdue, our uni, UIUC doesn't have the best track record for football. So everyone was like really excited for that. Mm-hmm. Um, it's really cool. Cause like during the football games, when we score points, they throw fireworks. Like, so it's, it's pretty cool. And um like as a freshman, it's really amazing. You know, they they have a convocation event where um all the freshmen come go down to the State Farm Center, which is the big with the big stadium where they hold um the basketball games and stuff. And you know, I sat in the very front row, and um, I was able to see like all the people giving speeches. So it was very inspiring. But then like at the very end the marching band like came in and like surrounded us at um, all down the bottom. And um, they like started like playing the fight song. And then they like, they taught us how to do all the different dances that they do at the football games and everything like that. Mm-hmm. And um, me and a few of my buddies actually made it onto their Instagram page for like um, the main Illinois Instagram page. So that was awesome. It was, it was a, really a blast, you know? And then like, you know, that first like welcoming week, welcome week is an absolute like it is so much fun. You know, you get really to you really feel like you're a part of the university, and they really make you feel like you know you're you're accepted where you uh, you are here. Mm-hmm.
0: Okay, so now we can get into. I mean, you're only a freshman, and like the school year started maybe like a month ago, a little over a month ago. But can you tell us so far about your experience, like coming in? You know what classes are you taking? What is it like a typical schedule look like for you at UIUC? Mm-hmm.
1: So, um, like when it comes to what classes I'm taking right now, I mean, most of them are introductory aerospace classes or introdu- introductory engineering classes. So, for engineering, we're required to take like engineering 100, which is an intro to engineering, and then intro to aerospace, which is a separate class. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm taking a course for um uh computer aided design for nx which is um basically we go into a computer lab and we work on different so- on the software and feed, like learning how to use it um i'm in an aerospace engineering 199 class so the one wine- 199 sequence is like i think for the main parts like club related um, classes so the point of that club or that class is um to teach you how to be a um, member in the design build fly club, Design Builds Fly Club here at UAUC. So we learn how to do different like um like structural analysis of aircraft. You know, we find centroids of um complex shapes. So like one of my assignments that's going that's like due at five PM today is um uh, Dude, uh it's it's almost three. I know it's all it's all I'll get it done. It's a, uh, well college is a it's a it's a grind but um, one of the it's like we're doing um finding the centroid of complex shapes so he gives us airfoils and um like airfoils with different holes and um like cutouts and we have to find the centroid given like a bunch of formulas so um my excel spreadsheet is looking pretty crazy right now but mm-hmm. um then we also we do a lot of um different like we look at different airplanes and see how they work and stuff like that so that's cool and then i'm in the a few gen eds so uh chem 102 um if you're going to uic uic i highly recommend taking ap chem and like testing out of chem 102 because it is a weed out class and um you know if you're not if you're not prepared for the college workload when you get in you will struggle in that class you know Mm -hmm. um then there's uh What else? Physics 100. So I didn't have physics in, well, I had physics, but I didn't have AP physics. So I had to take physics, I have to take physics 100 as a prep class for physics two eleven, which is the college level physics. Um, And then I'm in calc one. Calc, I got a five on my calc AB test, but, um, you know, going into UIUC as an engineer, they highly recommend you taking calc one. Um, starting at the very beginning of the calc sequence and you know honestly i think they're right you know even getting a five on the ap calc test i mean some of the things that they show you here are very different from the high school level calc that you see you know
2: mm-hmm. it's
1: like they delve a lot more deeper into conceptual mathematics and like understanding really what's going on where you, when you're like looking at calculus you know like she, like my professor for calculus, she always like looks at the why of all these formulas and like why we're doing all these things rather than just having us memorize these formulas and you know, apply them to like these questions, you know? Mm-hmm. So.
0: Yeah, I hear that a lot. Like I'm in, um, I did Calc AB last year and I'm in Calc C or Cal- I guess the equivalent will be Calc 2 this year. And like I'm going to take the AP exam. But like I keep hearing, whenever I go on college tours, just take calc again, even if you're if you're going into STEM, like take calc again, even if you've already done it in high school.
1: Well, okay, so I have I have a different advice. So, what would you, what's your major that you're thinking of going into?
0: Chemical engineering, biochemistry, one of
1: the two. I know UIUC has a really great chemical engineering program, but um, yes, it's um. When it comes to chemical engineering, I definitely say you want a really good calc basis because like looking forward in your course sequence, there's a lot of, um, it's a lot of calc heavy, like, uh, applications for that, you know? And I guess, you know, when I, what I would say is if like you get a really good grade on the calc BC exam, I'd probably skip calc one because it might be a, um, I mean, it might be a bit below like your skill level, you know, and you might find calc one boring, you know um but it's it's a difficult it's a difficult choice because you know calc two you could choose then you, your options are calc two or calc three you know calc two I hear is pretty bad, you know is just because of the professors but um mm-hmm. uh calc three I hear is a lot better, but like then you you're getting rid of like the um Getting a really good basis in calc, you know. Yeah. Um, that's. Like, I something feel you... like
0: I have a good basis, but getting a five on the AP exam, like you've taken the calc AB, right? So yeah. have I I getting that? It's like not a high bar.
1: Take it's. I mean, really, I mean, get a five. So it's. I thought the calc AB exam was really easy, but yes, you know, it it's a. It, there's there's a variety of different like. Oh,
0: we would have we would have taken the same calc AB exam, I think.
1: Probably yeah. Did you have the vertical bar line? Oh so my like,
0: god and it was going at like seven units per second yeah yeah, yeah that. Mm.
1: that that was, was interesting. i love looking at like the um the comments after like they they <laughs> have the exam and everyone was freaking out about that
0: twitter one. going on to twitter after your exams yeah,
1: yeah. i was. it was that cloud uh test was a breeze until i reached the vertical bar so
0: yeah that was, mm. i mean like again it's a low bar you could have completely bombed that question did mid on the other ones and you've fine
1: so Yeah, I think I I just didn't answer. That one, no, I'll be <laughs> honest. I like, wrote like a few things and like skipped it. Same with the AP Stats. Like I skipped like some of the ending questions. So, like I ran out brain power. I still got a five on that AP Stats. Oh, okay. So it's
2: mm-hmm.
1: like, um. But when it comes to like choosing your classes, it's like really it's like you have to talk to your counselor, and they'll be honest with you, and they'll like they'll 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 work through it with you. You know, mm-hmm. like you U of I has some really great counselors, and um. I really, like, applaud them for that because it's, like, every time I've gone in with a counselor here, it's, like, it's been something productive, and I feel like I am more confident coming out of, like, what I'm going to be doing, you know, mm-hmm. um, so then, like, when it goes to, like, looking at how my schedule is, like, I, it, it's really up to you how you want to build your schedule, so, like, when you um, first get into UIUC, it's, like, um, you're expected to come in in the summer and pick out your classes. And um well, it could be in the summer or it can be closer to like the beginning of the semester. I'd recommend going in as soon as you can because mm-hmm. it is like you're there, a lot of things are going to change, you know, with your schedule. It is not going to be the same as like you initially drafted out. um I think my schedule changed like three times. Mm-hmm. So, and then like once, one of the times is like right before class is about to start, you know, on the very last day because. I found out that one of my courses like conflicted with another one because some of the classes that they have don't have their meeting times posted until like, um, like a week before, you know, class starts. So, um, that I had a conflict and I had to change it out and I swapped it out for my CAD class I'm taking right now. And I really like that one. So, um, then when it comes to like a typical schedule, my schedule looks like um, I try to put all my classes in the morning because I like wake up early and I'm um, getting that all out of the way. Mm-hmm. And then in the afternoon, I have free time to like do uh, club work, you know, I have free time to do homework and different activities and stuff like that. And honestly, um that's the way I'd recommend you going, like, anyone going to UIUC would probably be putting stuff in the morning, because if you put things in the afternoon, you'll find things conflict a lot with, like, club meetings, or, like, um, if you're interested in doing clubs, of course, like, clubs, extracurriculars, all that stuff really conflicts when it's, like, your classes are in the afternoon, so Mm -hmm. I found a lot of success with, like, Having my classes in the mornings. I know people don't really like eight a.m.s. Like I know, that-
0: like I keep hearing, like you're not gonna even as a freshman, you're not gonna want to do them. Like I'm a morning person, though. I want it all out of the way. Yes.
1: Yeah, so I I actually have four eight a.m.s. So oh, what <laughs> um,
2: lovely
1: yeah. Uh, the only eight a.m. I don't have is Monday because I've made it so like I have a bit more breathing room on Monday. So like
2: mm-hmm. if
1: I'm really exhausted on Sunday night from doing a bunch of homework, then I can sleep in on Monday. You know. So um, every day after that, I have 8 a.m. I've really liked it so far. It's not really nothing. I mean, it is a bit, I know what, I know what they mean. It is a bit harder to get out of bed in the morning, like when it's college. I don't know what it is. It's just like the atmosphere, I guess, but Mm -hmm. um, it's still possible, you know, and I'd say if you really are a morning person, you know, you should go for it and try it out, you know, and if you don't end up liking it, then you can always change it the next semester, you know, and. But push back a little bit so there's always there's always room for change you know and like feeling it out but what I'd recommend the most is like you're gonna like once summer starts a lot of people I know what I did I stopped waking up at like early in the morning and so when I got to college and I was forced to wake up early in the morning and I wasn't sleeping in anymore it was definitely a shock in the beginning so like mm-hmm. I definitely think wait. um leading up to those first few days of co- of school you definitely want to start building that routine into yourself and like um making sure your body knows what's going gets like the gist of what's going on you know like it's time to get going you know
0: mm-hmm. okay well I mean you are only a freshman and it's your first mm-hmm. month so I don't expect you to know everything but that was a pretty good like I guess is the word synopsis of like UIUC and how you've Felt about your experience. Yeah. So, one thing I want to do before we wrap up is just advice um, for current, like high schoolers applying to college, people in high school, you know, kind of nervous about the college application process. Can you give us a little bit of a, of advice? And you can say anything. It can be something really specific to the college application process, something just more generic for high schoolers in general. So,
1: um, there's a few things. Um, definitely, when you're looking at college applications you know and when you're finally getting all your decisions out what you don't want to be doing is like equating your self-worth your like self-worth to the colleges you get into you know mm-hmm. like you are going to most likely get rejected from a few of the schools you apply to and that's a natural thing you know but it just because like you get rejected from one school doesn't mean like you're a bad student or anything or like you're not going to succeed you know there's plenty of opportunities at every single university that you apply to or you go to you know and when it comes to picking out universities, it's really looking for what best suits you and what best suits your situation that you're in. You know, for me, what ended up happening was that my best situation was at University of Illinois, you know, and it could be for someone else, like, um, they'll find that Purdue is like their best pick, you know, mm-hmm. it's really just up to like, what your situation is like and what you, um, what you're looking for. Um and then I was going to say something else, but it's, I forgot it. Um, Then, oh yeah. And when it comes to like getting ready for college and getting ready for um, you, like university stuff, it's like organization is the biggest thing I'd recommend. Like I know in high school, I wasn't the most organized person. I hadn't, I mean, I had my Google calendar that I used to mark everything down, but like my organization has, like, ranked, cranked way up once I got here because, like, now I have, I have a Google spreadsheet where I have every single assignment listed down until the end of the semester, you know, and when I need to know what's going on, I just click on it and I, like, go down the list, you know, to see what's going on. I have my Google Calendar with all the office hours, with all, like, the class meeting times, with all the, with all the events, with all the um, mandatory, like, stuff all written down, you know, because, like, Especially if you know if you're looking at going really hard your freshman year. Like, I'm taking the full 18-hour credit load right now, and it's like I gotta, I have to be on top of everything all the time, you know, to keep up with it. And it's like um, I definitely recommend like those first few weeks when it's they're going through syllabus, uh, the syllabi, and like going through um, all the uh, courses and everything, and like the requirements and what we're going to be doing. Um, you really wanna write all that down and like use that week to prepare yourself and set yourself up for success for the coming semester. You know, it's like I don't know why people don't like emphasize this enough, but like your your success, your freshman year comes from the preparation you put in like like before it, you know, the and the organization you have, like Mm -hmm. going through it. Because if you're not organized, you're not gonna succeed because you're gonna be like a mess throughout the whole thing, you know. And I know, I know, like seeing a lot of freshmen that is their biggest like downfall is that they're floundering and like looking for, looking for support, but like they just didn't start off the semester well. So they're, they're just struggling now, you know?
0: Okay. Well, thank you, Sebastian, for coming on today. We're pretty much the same time zone. So have a good rest of your day.
1: Okay. You too. Yep. Bye-bye.